Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Kayleen. And we are Entrepreneurs. A podcast by two gay idiots navigating, owning, and operating their own businesses in the midst of end-stage capitalism. I always hey! just want to do pow, pow, pow. Can we, yeah, can we put some air sounds and air horns in there? It's season two, baby. I know. Flashback to middle school. We're dancing to get low on the yeah. dance floor. Boo, 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 boo. Uh, we, yeah, look at us. We are pod. We come to you listeners as podcasters. We have a podcast. It's yeah, on, it's, it's on Apple and everything. We long. have analytics. No, I think the metrics of being successful have changed from 2.5 kids in uh-huh. a home and retirement savings to literally like living by yourself in an apartment and yes can you pay all of your rent by yourself check um do you have a podcast with your best friend check wow we're doing so well <laughs> All right, bring it on, baby. Anyway, yeah, it's been so. Um, if you're listening, thank you so much for listening. If you've made it through um, season one, where you know we were figuring it out as we went, it was definitely some rough audio there for a while. If you made it through that, like we love you so much. Um, we've realized, I think, mm-hmm. um, in like revisiting episodes and editing them and uploading them and is that we go to a different dimension when we record yeah that we don't Uh really remember Mm -hmm. afterwards we're like what did we what i said Mm -hmm. that wow i'm funny (laughs) i'm hilarious yeah yeah it's um the spirits of good humor and wisdom i mean we're just we're absolutely iconic look at Um, us and and this is you know we're just going to show about what big gay right? confidence can do. Two two gay idiots <laughs> with big gay confidence. Yeah, fake it till you make it. That's yeah. That's how what I it, feel. Um, pop the collar, start a bad yeah. trend. What have you enjoyed so much? much uh, what have you enjoyed the most about having a podcast about post podcast life? Okay, so I actually do enjoy yeah. editing them. Um, like it's pretty. Like, I think it'll be easier now that, like, the audio is cleaned up. But um, it's, like, fun. You are forced into going Uh into, like, deep work. And you can't have any distractions because you're, like, in it. And you're, like, oh, fuck, that was three hours. Because it's, it's, like, I think a lot of times maybe we lose focus because we're doing these activities that don't require a ton of um, attention. Um, But then once you do something that's, like, 100% attention, you really start to play with that, like – time space continuum um i've also really appreciate like the feedback i've been getting and that like it's resonating for people um and it's like you know yeah i did i think i'm better about this now but when we first launched i was not prepared i had not mentally prepared for myself for the fact that i was going to be perceived That I was, that I said things into the world and then people were going to seek them out and listen to them. That was, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then you forgot. Yeah. Especially if you forgot what you said. And then, yeah. About like that people were, that people I knew were going to listen to me. Um, so that was a little, that was a little weird. That was a weird feeling. Um, but I think it went okay. So what do you like? 
I, uh, yeah, I like check. I like um, seeing, seeing that people are actually listening. Wow. Um, like being able to like check the analytics and see things grow every week. Um, I want to get more into our Instagram uh, and kind of explore that. But yeah, the fact that we've, and also just the fact that we've had um, so many people reach out especially after we first launched and say that they were listening or downloading or subscribing or um, yeah, it's just like mm-hmm. I felt a real sense of community and support from, cause this is also the thing is that we didn't really tell anyone we were doing this. There were like, and I feel like I forgot about that. I mean, I guess, yeah, like, you know what I mean? I guess I don't, I don't know what I, yeah, no, we, I don't know. What we I just kind of, I but I guess we just we kind of did yeah. this. I think there were like maybe two or three people that we mentioned to it, like logistically. And also, I feel like it's another thing where it's just like, who cares if people are like, right. I'm starting a podcast? It's like, okay, so yeah, it's like, yeah, everybody, yeah, like, I was like, I yeah, you could like, like throw a rock in a crowd a and hit someone with a podcast. Like, whatever. Uh-huh. I, it's, uh, I, yeah, I don't want to like sound pretentious. I don't want to be going around and be like, well, I'm working on a podcast right now. Uh, I want to be able to say, I have a podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was just a thing mm-hmm. that like I realized that like I didn't really tell a lot of people about and then it launched and people were like I don't know, we just kind of quietly worked on it. I also feel like when you're making something, yeah. like when you're creating something, especially something like we worked on this for like oh, mo- like over a month before it was real. So many things can like go wrong mm-hmm. along the process, so it's like why not why tell mm-hmm. anyone until you have a finished product? So, mhm. Well, yeah, it just felt real when we did, like, the first bulk recording. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we got photos and, like, that. The logo. That really makes things feel real. Yeah, yeah. It's just – it really is just, like, the visuals and then actually having, you know, like, the website and stuff like that. And you're like, okay, well, this exists. Yeah, we put a lot of work into it. So we We built built a web – like, I I figured out how to use Squarespace. I'm not going to talk about it anymore Mm -hmm. because they're not sponsoring us yet. So they're not going to get any more oh out of me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I'm really excited for season two. Um, we're going to have more episodes. Uh, we're going to keep doing uh, conversations mm-hmm. that are just between the two of us. But we are going to be having guest stars if all goes as planned. Um, so we have mm-hmm. some really yeah. amazing guest speakers lined up who are queer people who work for themselves either own their own business or freelance and i think we've mm-hmm. i think we've done a really good job of getting like a wide spectrum of people and professions personally yeah that's one thing like me and kayleen uh talked about and wanted to be specific about is sometimes like these podcast guests can just be like so digitally focused or like so like these people that are poised in public speaking, but I think sometimes it's interesting. So I'm a big fan of Studs Terkel, yes. and he is the father yeah. of oral history. And at the end of the day, that's what yeah. these are. That's what like uh-huh. a podcast is. It's like oral history and having these interviews of people that, you know, um, aren't public speakers and are doing something different because those stories – maybe don't get right. told as often because they don't have like this huge digital space right. or it doesn't um, have that sort of like, like bro money 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 like attitude around it 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think sometimes, especially with business podcasts, people just want to listen to it. Um, to get hype. Like, like I think I've talked about this. The real estate the real estate podcast I listened to, the millennial real estate podcast. I feel like I was doing lines with those bros when they're talking about, like, closing retirement home deals. But there's also, like, a lot of other nuanced, more calm sorts of business. Yeah. Um, that are, besides more, frankly, this, like, more sustainable. What uh, versus, like, how much money can I make in a short amount of time and that has its place too I am pro that but um it's gay business and there it takes a lot of different forms so we're really excited and thankful to have you on this journey and to have every single like download dm comment review um everything it really means a lot and thanks for joining us on this uh Entrepreneur journey. Entrepreneurs. Incredible. All right. So I think we're it's time Sorry. for our tarot. All right. So So when is this episode coming out? Have we decided that yet? Probably September. Yeah. Okay. Well, sometime in early fall. So today I'm using um, my Wild Unknown deck again, um, and we're going to see what are we, what does, do the tarot cards have in mind for the collective at the time of this episode's publication? Let's see. For business and life. Oh, okay. We've got six of cups. Is that like the childlike six. wonder? Yep. Yep. Six of Cups is a card um, that is all about nostalgia to me. Um, It is significant of like family, uh, family life and childhood. Um, I like to think that this is an indication um, to do things that make you feel that like like a kid again um, or to like take care of your inner child Mm -hmm. in some kind of way. Uh, Embrace play. Mm this week do things that bring you like simple joys um and give you that kind of like like twinge of like indulge your nostalgic twinges like you know do something that makes you feel like you're a kid again um get silly yeah i'm just yeah. in a silly i'm just Play in around. a silly goofy mood just in a silly goofy mood yeah just go frolic in the woods or something i don't know go outside Watch a cartoon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds fun. All sounds good. Take the pressure off yourself that's a, a little bit. That's a good thing. And I also kind of want to like. And it's like, yeah, that's a good mood yeah. for fall too. I have like... been really calling in this energy of like, yeah, I'm done with shadow work. I'm done with like self-development right? and healing because I think it just keeps coming up. I've seen Are enough. We denying ourselves pleasure. Like, I just want to have fun. Right. In the, na- in the name of working like, on ourselves. Yeah. No, I just kind of want to have, like, big big gay dumb fun, you know? Um, and that yep. looks like... Big gay dumb about fun. about fun is it looks different for everybody. Kayleen was right. telling me about this event where I was just like, I would never have fun doing that. You know, so many people, so many activities, blah, blah, blah. I would never have fun doing that. But, like, my fun is just, like going on a walk at sunset and like dancing in the street so just like don't limit yourself on what your fun is or like 
it needs to look like other people's fun because like right. I don't drink so like I don't like to go to the bar so a lot of people like they're just like oh you're fucking boring but like I don't think so I have a great time <laughs> yeah yes you do like, in my own you bring I'm the party in my own world you know so um I think yeah. also with that um everybody's fun looks different and yeah, and weird. well, this is about the time you're you're doing the the fall dance challenge. Fuck too, me right? fall. That's that's, fuck me fall. Uh, a sequel to Hit Me Spring. <laughs> the people missed it. The people missed it. So Anna is going to be dancing every day on in her August Instagram. Yeah, in August. Yeah, because... Okay. All right. So this might be coming out a little bit yeah. after that, but same yeah. vibe same vibe yeah um and it's also august is gonna be like a really weird month for me i'm gonna be like oh yeah because you're gonna be on the, yeah i well yeah. hopefully when this episode comes out you're you're a little bit settled girl that's your fun Maybe. not mine <laughs> oh hey that's true i don't that's care true. if i'm settled or not no. you don't care i'm a no i need to have a home yeah, i'm a hermit crab so <laughs> Your home comes with you. I'm just a hermit, <laughs> so I need it. <laughs> Kayleen has this really cute octopus that you can turn inside out, and it, and it, and uh-huh. it smiles. And then if you turn it the other way, it frowns. It makes me want to like adopt it. It has the know? Florence Pugh face. Like I get it has like that. Per- I get why people bring stuffed animals everywhere. They're so freaking cute. You know how you know how Florence Pugh's frown is like a perfect <laughs> upside down. Like it literally has the Florence Pugh. <gasps> yeah yeah (laughs) somebody did it yeah somebody did a uh a a compilation of her perfect frown in in many of her in like little women midsummer and black widow and it's literally just it's perfect it is the platonic ideal of a frown such a quaint little perfect shape on your mouth a little frowny face um so I think yeah. the Six of Cups is a good card for today's episode. Yeah. Love it. A good vibe. Let's embrace joy. Um, so the topic for today. All right. Let's get into it. Set the table. We are serving the main dish. What are we talking about today? Big you know what? We have written big dumb confidence, but I think big gay confidence uh-huh. is good. Big gay yeah. confidence. Well, the dumb is implied because we are gay idiots. <laughs> um, all right. So we kind of started off. We actually started off this episode when we conceived of it that this would be we would be we, we titled this imposter syndrome. Um, but we wanted to give it a more empowering spin so yes we want to start it off by talking about imposter syndrome because i think that's something that everyone is familiar with and struggles with but we want to talk to you about how you can kind of turn that on its head and embrace your big gay confidence Mm -hmm. and tell that imposter syndrome to shut the fuck up because it doesn't know shit about you or your life yeah so all right Imposter syndrome, how I understand it, is basically this feeling you get that you don't belong in a space, that you are not good enough, that you are a poser. That you don't deserve to be there. You don't – that you have no business talking. Mm -hmm. Your your voice doesn't deserve to be heard in this room. 
that you have nothing to bring to the table. It's just that little voice in the back of our head that says that we're not good enough mm-hmm. um, and that we don't know enough and that we're not there yet. And, to... and I think we've all struggled with that at some point in our lives. Yeah. But I remember, um, I feel like the first time I had like a performance review with my, uh, with the artistic director of the theater that I was working at, who had been the artistic director for almost 40 years. Like this was a man in his sixties and I was kind of like, you know, he asked me about like future career growth plans and I was like, I honestly just like. I didn't plan any of this. I was like, I like, I don't know what I'm doing. And he was like, nobody does. Mm-hmm. That's the secret. And that's always mm-hmm. stuck with me because this was a man with like huge professional accomplishments um, who I thought knew fucking mm-hmm. everything <laughs> at the time mm-hmm. um, who just fully admitted to me that like, yeah, no, nobody, nobody, yeah. no, nobody's got We're a plan. We're all figuring it out as we go. the people who have plans are just going to see those plans like good yeah Yeah. good luck you can have a plan that's rarely how life Mm -hmm. actually turns out Mm -hmm. um but yeah that was very impactful me impactful for me in like my like mid-20s to hear someone with that much experience under their belt just very clearly say like yeah it's okay it's okay to not know to to feel yeah to just figure it out as you go and that's very much, I think, about how you and I both approach business and life. Um, I feel like I'm definitely one of those people that risks that um, can fall into the overthinking mm-hmm. trap. But um, at the end of the day, like some of my best accomplishments have come from just like going with my gut and figuring it out later. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like, I really like the sentiment of like, it's not your business to know every step of the way because things just mm. will like present itself to you and it's up yeah. to you to take that opportunity or not. Or maybe it's not an opportunity, you know, but like everything's an opportunity, but like whether or not like it's a good fit, like that's, that's your right. prerogative. Um, and I think a lot of like mindset work, it's just – Losing your sense of reality to create your own sense of reality. <laughs> it's delusion. See? Dementia. See? Like, like it, you know, like some of these things that people are talking about, it's just like literally like, are, is this psychosis? Because what you're describing is psychosis. But it's also like kind of like this idea of like deconstructing your reality to create something else. You know? Like, hmm, is that... How, how stable is that? But also, how else are you going to, if you have a background where nothing was handed to you, you had to like kind of fight, right? Like always survive, mm-hmm. always kind of like. Be scrappy. Yeah, like kind of like bare minimum, this is my baseline. If your baseline is not where your baseline wants to go, and you have years and decades in this, like, formative, like, childhood where you have to, like, make up for that. Like, like it's extreme to get there and to, like, get over it to this point of, like, no, I want this. I'm going to get it. I don't know how, but I'm going to get it and then, like, show up with that action, too. Because I think, yes, you can say, yeah, I want this, but then also, like, doing the actions, too, of, like, how do I get over this? Like, how do I get over somebody with, like, 
that doesn't have imposter syndrome, somebody that does have big gay confidence, what would me with big gay confidence do? She's reckless. Like, Yeah. Hopefully she's not in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what would the what would the most confident version of myself do in this mm-hmm. scenario? Is always a good exercise. Yeah. Like what and it's like, you know, like the old like what would you do if you couldn't fail? Mm-hmm. That's the old saying of like here's the deal. I don't know if we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but like I, what I always what I always kind of say is say is like the, a very useful thought exercise for me is to think out like both the both extremes of like what what could possibly happen if this went as well Mm -hmm. as it could possibly be and what could happen if this went as bad as it could possibly be and honestly most of the time when you're looking at the negative it's the same result as if you did nothing so it's better to just do Mm -hmm. it and rid and take the risk that it's gonna go well Mm -hmm. yeah um that's a big that was a big step for me in terms of like getting out of the overthinking Mm -hmm. um of things was to just like well you know i if i don't do anything i'll definitely fail Mm -hmm. so yeah um some of the work i've been doing lately uh just like with my mind and how i'm like showing up in the real world is um like power versus like intelligence Mm -hmm. um right and seeing that sometimes like for example the most powerful people in the world are idiots they're dumb like (laughs) look at politics look at these billionaires jeff bezos was just like Thank you for paying for this all. You know what I mean? Like, that's not something a smart person would say. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, I would I would argue that, like, intelligence is actually, like, antithetical to getting mm-hmm. power. Like, intelligence yeah. is, is designed to question uh-huh. power. So intelligent people are rarely ever yeah. in power. Yeah. And it's um, also, I think... So the people at the top are idiots. Like... How many interns are out there teaching a CEO how to open Literally. up a PDF? Like, like, li- like, yeah, they don't. The richest, most powerful people in the fucking world can't do shit without a team of mm-hmm. other people, like, um, literally helping them, like, live their lives in the most basic yeah. way. And I think. So why not you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they we're all, you know, we're all people at the end of the day Mm -hmm. like yes people have different starting points but I think to me what gets me going is thinking about how much power I have and how how much power every individual has and I think sometimes it's easy to give that up to be like yeah to feel powerless like Like, I have no it's a big scary world out there in this situation or like this person had this this and this but like why would I give somebody my power? <laughs> like, like that's right. literally all I have. Um, you know, the power of my thoughts, the power of my actions, the power to control my reactions. Because at the end of the day, the situation doesn't matter that much. But, like, how you react to it is going to drastically change yeah. your the outcome of your life, you know? So I think we do have a lot of power um, in our day-to-day, in our in our moment 
and you know how and how also like because people are like oh don't stay in the past but I think you can really like choose how you remember your past also like you can if you wanted to you can remember just like the best moments you know like just don't repeat the same mistakes <laughs> don't get right. stuck in a loop but I think I think right. the world right now is kind of changing so rapidly I think it's really shaking up the loop. I don't think people can get stuck in the loop even if they try because it's like <laughs> the hyperloop has changed. <laughs> like, yep. The rules are different. Um, so I don't know. I think looking at your life, thinking of your power, how you want to do that. Um, and then also in terms of like running your business – and mm-hmm. how like in in this like big gay confidence where's your pricing lie um because one thing mm-hmm. i found is quality does not always match pricing <laughs> um right. it matches who your customers are and what right. their budget is <laughs> there's uh, yeah quality uh I mean, depending on what you're offering, quality is, like, highly in the eye of uh-huh. the beholder. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but really, honestly, nothing gives you confidence like being paid well for something. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're feeling shitty about the work that you're making, raise your prices. Like. <laughs> There's nothing um, like capitalism that uh, mediocre work for yeah. too much money. Me, yeah, mediocrity can make you a lot of money in this world. Uh-huh. Um, and you can't always hold yourself to your own standards. Yeah. Like, I have always been like, I think we are the same on this, like kind of like fuck perfectionism. Yeah. What is perfect? Yeah. What does that mean? Right. Who, who is that for? Who right? Who structured this perfect? That sounds um, yeah, very anal. Which isn't which isn't to say that like you should just like stop the pursuit of trying to ever get better at your mm-hmm. craft. No one's saying that, um, but we are saying that you don't have to like wait until you're at peak level of performance to charge a living wage Mm -hmm. for your work but also just the more you do your craft you're gonna get better whether you like it or not whether you like it or not you you can start somewhere and you're gonna like i'm gonna do this lazy and you're gonna be like oh this yeah i'm gonna half-ass it and then like this is maybe yeah oh fuck you know (laughs) like Uh, and that's kind of fun too when you like release the expectations of things um Mm -hmm. and that's something that i've been working on and I'm like, hire me. But, like, it doesn't need to be good. It just needs to exist. Because what is good? You know what I mean? Right. That's that's my opinion. Right. Um, and yeah. I'm at the point that I'm just going to do stuff that I like, you know, um, and feels yeah. good. So I'm more about, like, the feeling of, like, the creating versus, like, this is going to be like this. I don't know. Let, um, let yeah. the aliens take the wheel. And that, it, you know, sounds right. like, like, you know, in, like, your career, too, it's very been kind of flowy or things that you think are going to be hard aren't as hard as you are expecting them to be right right yeah like let yourself Um, get surprised by the ease of everything like because it can be easy (laughs) yeah 
Um, yeah, so like, let's say, so we kind of wanted to talk about, um, so if you are someone who feels like your confidence is just not there, like imposter syndrome is really doing a number Mm. on you. Maybe you don't have like, um, maybe your inner hype man's been pretty quiet. Um, we have some baby steps Mm -hmm. towards big gay confidence that we think are pretty actionable. Number one. I think the number the number one thing, the number one question you can always ask is, why not me? Very powerful. There's a reason that it's cliche. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Look at the world around you and ask, why not mm-hmm. me? Why don't I also deserve mm-hmm. this? What is What makes anybody else more different or more special than me and what I have to offer? Mm-hmm. That's a very, it's a very, no one, because that's the thing, is no one, like, you doing nothing or you holding yourself back is a disservice to mm-hmm. the world. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, every individual is powerful and has their own unique viewpoint that they can gift the world with. And if you do nothing with it, then you're depriving everyone mm-hmm. of it. Even even the shit posting brings me a lot of joy. I've seen I've seen Please. careers. It's so I've enriching. Seen careers blow up by just like daily shit posting on Instagram. Yeah. Like great that's not even so many so many uh, like some of the best like um like etsy shops i've followed is because because they also post really good Mm -hmm. memes like (laughs) yeah 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 for sure it's something i got very used to like living in new orleans like you're surrounded by like a lot of this like amazing talent this like very yeah. raw emotional intentional spiritual art people who are doing mm-hmm. a lot people who are doing a lot people who are hustling hard people who have great yeah. ideas and follow yeah. through like so there's a part of new orleans that like very much is like let the good times roll you can get really lazy here you can get very complacent but i think also just in terms of like of like the law of opposites there's like a really strong force of like mm-hmm. people who are trying to counteract yeah. that and like harness magic and yeah. make really great shit um, so it's like but i want to counter yeah, that a treasure trove and say in denver yeah. uh-huh. maybe like a tenth yeah. of like skill and talent and they're probably charging like yeah. 10 times more <laughs> like probably <laughs> Yeah, it's not nearly as beautiful or creative, but they're all living much better. It's such a contrast. It's such a contrast. Like wow, wow, mediocrity. All Uh those sweater vests. All the all the men (laughs) ver. Of course, there's no good art here. Yeah, yeah, but they're all they're all cashing those checks. They're making money, and that's an art in itself, you know. But I just yeah, I like started my career in New Orleans, and I was like, oh wow, like. There's a lot of, like, also artists from, like, New York, and there's just a lot of, it's great. The art scene there is amazing. And then I went to Denver, and I was like, I'm going to find a full-time job. And I was like, no, you're not. (laughs) Your art's amazing here. So it's also, like, why not me? Also, maybe the environment, like... (laughs) Yeah. You can just go to a boring fish and with a lot of money and... Are you in a bit? Are you a big fish in a little yeah. pond? Or and also like, what are your priorities too? Like figure, right. figuring that out and then like adjusting your yeah. confidence for that because it's also like building your own fun. Like you can only be confident as much as you know yourself. 
um, and like what your yeah. ideals and your goals are. Because if you're setting yourself up right. for somebody else's goals, of course you're going to feel unconfident in that because that's not you. That's not what you want. Yeah. That's not like your North Star that you're like traveling to. You want, you know what you want. Don't deny yourself that and, and, and send it. So number two. Um, yeah. Also, uh, yeah. Again, like we touched on earlier, ask yourself, what is the worst that could happen? Mm -hmm. Because often, like I said, the worst that could happen is very similar to the doing, to not doing anything Mm -hmm. at all. So why why not? not? Why not try? Okay. Number two. Um, or number three. Oh, yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Number three. Okay. We touched on this one. Look at all the idiots running the yeah. world. Nobody knows what they're doing. If anything, you should not have yeah. imposter syndrome. You should just be apathetic. <laughs> right? Right? There's Yeah. You should just be kind of like disappo- vaguely disappointed. <laughs> it's 2021. In other people, not yeah, yourself. It's 2021. You don't need to right? not feel worthy, you know, like right there's a lot of woof you know i don't know how to categorize it but not um not go watch a boomer try to operate a copy machine (laughs) and just feel better about yourself Uh yeah um okay and then this is also a really fun one Um, number four imagination versus anxiety Right. So this is, I think, sometimes people don't necessarily know, don't always know themselves enough to differentiate between their intuition and anxiety. Um, To me, those feel very different, but people, you know, um, but I think you have to know, like, the, as someone who, like, suffers from anxiety and has, like, all my life, you can spin out a lot like your brain can easily imagine like the absolute worst case scenarios and convince yourself that that's real you have to know that the power of your imagination is as such that if you have the capacity to imagine the worst case scenario you also mm-hmm. have the capacity to imagine yes. the best that is it is just a matter of perspective and it is literally like if you can feel yourself going down that wormhole of negativity try to be observe try to observe that and ask yourself but what if i went in the other direction mm-hmm. what if we dreamed really big in the mm-hmm. opposite way so just know that like you have like you can balance mm-hmm. that out you have that power you have that capacity um anxiety can give you a really vivid imagination and it is up to you to spin it mm-hmm. in the other direction when you feel yourself uh, going in that direction. Yeah, I think that is such a kind sentiment to give to yourself. And also... Yeah. Be nice to yourself, goddammit. Yeah. You know what? One of the best things... Like, I, I said this to a friend and I think a, a co-worker once and didn't really think of how much it impacted him until late. Mm-hmm. Like, he told me later where he was just like... He said something about how, like, you know, comp- doing th- something through work, and he was like, said something about how, like, he was such an idiot. And I was like, "Hey, stop talking about my friend that way." <laughs> and he was like, "Whoa, you have to talk. Like, ask yourself, like, if you had a good friend that was talking about 
that like that was talking about themselves the way that you talk about themselves what would Mm -hmm. you say to them like you have to extend the same compassion to yourself that you would to like a dear friend i definitely or honestly just a person on the street like the same compassion if you can't give yourself the same compassion you would for a loved one give yourself the compassion that you would give to a stranger that that doesn't go through a hard time new yorkers that doesn't apply to New Yorkers. Well, listen, New Yorkers are not nice, but they mm-hmm. are kind. This is true. Yeah. This is, you know, like, yeah, I, I would say that New Yorkers can be very compassionate, even if it may be mm-hmm. rude. Yeah. I mean, it's hard up, you know, they got your back. Um, yeah. I I think of the uh, the words of our uh, Frankenfurter. Uh, don't, don't dream uh-huh. it, be it. I think of that yes. all the time. Big gay confidence comes from r- growing up watching Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, yeah. it's just so. Yeah. I, I, I literally, if there's like a, I have two mantras for my life. That and a song. It says, I only have one life to live and I'm going to live it. That's it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> And they're just like nice, Um, nice songs. But I, um, I think I do pretty well with like the self, the self, the self talk. I, I kind of talk to myself like a dog. Um, I like mess something up. I was like, girly, what are you doing? You know, or just like, you know, you know, girl. Like, (laughs) sometimes I call myself. I very rarely like sweetie. I very rarely seen you like catastrophize things. Yeah. In like I've yeah. Very yeah. rarely have you like gone the like extreme anxiety response yeah. to anything. Yeah. yeah. Usually, if it is, it's because of something that's completely out of your control. That has nothing You're to do like, with uh-oh. you. You're like, uh oh. Yep. Oh no. Um. All right. And then the last one. Um. Acknowledge and step into your power. So we wanted to talk a little bit about things that make us feel powerful. Um. What we do when we need a yeah. boost. One thing that's really good for me uh-huh. is music. Um, I've recently started cultivating what I'm calling a, a playlist I called high energy work shit, uh-huh. um, which are just songs that um, really get me in the mood to just like no think, just mm-hmm. work. Um, and those songs are really annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're all they're all annoying. There's a lot of ABBA on there. There's some like dance yeah. music. Uh, the Jeffrey Bezos song from Bo Burnham's Inside is on there. Like, just shit that, like, is just aggressively upbeat. Um, but helps me just, like, grind it out when I need to. And that makes me feel powerful. Like, getting, honestly, just, like, picking a few things on your to-do list and accomplishing them mm-hmm. makes oh, me yeah. feel powerful. I had, a bo- I had a boss that once said, like, if... Like, I, I was complaining about just, like, feeling really overwhelmed and, like, my felt like my home, like, just, like, and she was just, like, start with the dishes. Like, once, mm-hmm. if you do do a basic task and by the time you're done with it, like, you don't have to put anything else on your list after it, but I guarantee by the time you're done with it, you're going to have the momentum to mm-hmm. keep going. Or it's, like, checking, like, responding to three emails can often give you the momentum to respond to five, mm-hmm. to eight, to ten. Um, completing one thing on your to-do list can give you, like, can give you that, the dopamine to get a couple more things off of it Mm -hmm. done as well. Like, once an object in motion stays Mm -hmm. in motion, so, like, once you get Mm -hmm. going, you can just keep going. Mm -hmm. Um, 
is really that makes me feel powerful just like knocking shit off the to-do list yeah um i like to dance Um, (laughs) yes you do we know that's always really fun just like getting in your body and just like not thinking it can also really like reset um where you're at yeah it can reset energy levels i love sweating and getting my heart rate up in like a fun way um I like dancing because I don't have to, like, go to a gym and be around people to do it. I can just, like, honestly, if I want to dance in a park, people are going to not look at me because it makes them uncomfortable. And I love that for us. Um, Yeah. And then um, (laughs) coffee. Coffee makes me feel powerful. Yes, it does. (laughs) Um, Makeup makes me feel powerful. Mm -hmm. Getting really, like, gussied up. I've heard that tip. And I think that yeah. also kind of ties into, like, magic makes oh, me yeah. feel powerful. Like, that's uh-huh. glamour. But also, like, practicing magic, like, is such a rush. Yeah. Um, doing rituals, doing candle spells, having, having like, your thought magic succeed. Like, yeah. The, nothing, nothing like feeling the power of your own will in the world. Like, oh, I did that. <laughs> to make you feel like okay. a god. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God complex. Yep. Give it yeah, to me. Literally. Like, we. Literally, like, yeah, li- making shit happen just gives you more of an ego to make more mm-hmm. shit happen. Yeah. So, like. And it's like the fundamentals. For, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to go for the easy win mm-hmm. to boost your own confidence. Mm-hmm. I give you permission. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. Cool. Should we go on to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, do we have anything else to say about big gay confidence? Just have it. Yeah, just do it. You can do it. Yeah, why, why not? We'll be your hype men. Yeah. It's fine. If you're listening to this podcast, then we believe in you. It's true. If you're listening to this podcast, like, then you probably already know you're capable of something. Yeah. You know, you're already showing more initiative than most people. Mm-hmm. In terms of like, you could be anywhere on the internet. Personal right development, now, but you're here. Yeah, you could be doing anything, uh-huh. but you're listening to us. Yeah, talk about dumb shit or god shit. You know, god shit, dumb, dumb god, god shit. shit, big, big, big dumb god. <laughs> Smote. Smote. Anyway, lightning strike. All right, so I guess it's time for Bro Book Review. Bro Book Reviews. I read a bro book every week so you don't have to. What do we got? This This one's a classic, and I think Uh this is very important one to know about because it's going to come up a lot. And it's very suspect. <laughs> Rich dad, poor dad. Oh, boy. So it's basically about a child. It's written from a child's point of view. I mean, it's this man talking yeah. about, you know, growing up. And he has a rich dad and a poor dad. And I don't remember the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a stepdad or... No, it was his friend's dad and then his actual dad. Yeah, no. Doesn't he have... His dad is His poor. dad is... His dad so is a college professor. So, Okay. 
Okay. This is, yeah, this is the bad dad. Is one with a steady tenured position. <laughs> Give me a... What a slacker. Because he relied on a... He relied on a, a paycheck. Fuck this guy, right? This mm-hmm. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine just being yeah. such a nice, this is all about kind dad, and then your son writes a book, and then your book. kid comes, your kid comes home from playing at his friend's house, and he's like, "You're a failure." What's up, poor dad? <laughs> What's it like being poor? <laughs> Why can't you be like Jimmy's dad? He's rich. <laughs> So what makes him a rich he, dad? He um, exploits child labor. <laughs> oh, no! No! Oh, no! Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> God. So he starts hanging out with his friend's dad, and he's an entrepreneur. And I think this kid is, like, in middle school. And he's like, I can teach you how to be rich. And he's like, he was like, okay, you have to show up from work from this time to this time, but you won't get paid. And like, you know, let's just call him, I, I forget the name, the guy's name. Yeah, let's call him Jimmy. And Jimmy's like, but I have soccer practice. And he was like, well, do you want me to teach you how to be rich or not? And so he like starts skipping sports practices and works for this man for free. Who doesn't pay him. Kind of like doing right. like janitorial work and then maybe eventually. Oh, no. <laughs> Exploiting working class child labor. Rich dad, everybody. Rich dad. And because um, this is the part people don't talk about. <laughs> no, I've never. I've heard of this book many times and no one's ever given me this this rundown on it. <laughs> and um. <laughs> Yeah, he just basically teaches them that, like, you can't rely on a paycheck um, because that could stop. But you just want to be an entrepreneur and always create things. And if they fail, it's no big deal because you can create something. And the main takeaways are you want to invest in assets and things that will pay you versus liabilities, I think is what they say, versus a liability, which is something that, like, you you keep paying into. So that's like the the takeaways people take from it. It's like, oh, build assets, not liabilities. You want returned investments, but then they just brush over the whole skipping soccer practice. Yeah, he did it by like undermining a boy's confidence in his own father, um, taking, exploiting uh, child labor and encouraging a child to um, skip out on his commitments. (laughs) So this is literally, uh, if I could tell you how many times I've seen on like YouTube or like TikToks or just like personal finance, the, 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 the amount of times that like across the board, everybody's like, I read this book and it really changed how I thought about things. And I, I was like, okay, I'll read it. And then I read it. Well, yeah, but like what? no wonder then that so many fucking entrepreneurs tell you that like you sh- the best tip is to like hire a va on the internet and pay them like five dollars an hour mm-hmm. and like no wonder no wonder so many people have this idea of like cheap labor as the path to success yeah thanks rich dad poor dad get a child yeah get a child to do it for you get the neighbor kid Don't, you know what fuck paying anybody get an 11 year old like 
Yeah. But what, what kind of stones you got, boss? Like, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, thank you very much for reading that. So I never have to. I've been recommended that book so many times, and I'm glad I never, never. There's gave the it a bleak read. truth. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. The beginning of to a beginning of a very exciting season two mm. of Entrepreneur Queers. Um, we would love it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, five-star reviews, get a shout-out on the show. We've got one so far that is anonymous, so thank you, anonymous listener. Um, and for, we, yeah, we've got some five-star reviews that just didn't have, um, five-star ratings that didn't come with reviews. So tell us what you think. We want to know. Um, we also have a Ko-Fi if you decide that you want to just, like, throw some cash into the into the hat for us or want to buy us a coffee you can find that on our instagram which is not you know or a house if you want to buy us a house that'd be great you want to be my Um, rich dad or my poor dad would you like to be my rich dad uh yeah uh entrepreneurqueers.podcast on instagram or entrepreneurqueers.com um you can find me on instagram at swamp witch with four eyes or candles unincorporated beautiful Thank you yeah. so much for listening. Uh-huh. What about you? I'm getting there. I'm at okay. greenstripevideo.com right. or on Instagram. Dark. Hey. All right. Uh, yeah. We love you all so much. Have, Have a, a gay, gay day. day. Ciao. Bye.